Welcome to a Biblical Perspective Podcast, where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective. Boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. Greetings. Welcome to another episode of a Biblical Perspective Podcast, the podcast designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. What joy it is to have this opportunity to empower your thinking and change your life from God's perspective. Today, we're concluding our teaching on overcoming obstacles. Obstacles, that which impedes progress or achievement. None of us can avoid facing obstacles. They are a part of life. You cannot exempt yourself from the experience. However, you can overcome them. And so we're concluding this teaching on today. But before we dive into it, I want to encourage you to go to my website, ctjohnson.org, and request to receive your free monthly Empowering Thought e-letter. The e-letters will provoke you to expand your thinking beyond life's limitations. So I want you to right now, while I'm talking and you're listening, go to the website ctjohnson.org and request your free monthly empowering thought e-letter. And every month I will be in your inbox to empower your thinking and change your life. Also, I encourage you to download for free the Charisma Plus app and subscribe to the magazine. And you can do it all from our website. Just go to ctjohnson.org, click the CPN affiliate tab at the top right of the website. Doing this supports and enables a biblical perspective podcast to continue empowering lives all around the world. Now get ready to think critically. Put on your critical thinking cap as we conclude our teaching overcoming obstacles. I want you to write down your two empowering points as we go through today's teaching. Holy Spirit's going to speak to you. He's going to illuminate. He's going to revelate. And you want to make sure that you capture whatever he says, because it's going to benefit you and benefit others. So write down your two empowering points. And then at the end of the broadcast, the podcast, rather, I want you to email me, email me and share with me your empowering points. And you can do that by emailing admin at ctjohnson.org. That's admin, A-D-M-I-N at ctjohnson.org. Or if you're on Facebook, come on over to our Facebook group, a biblical perspective podcast group on Facebook, and you can engage with me and all of the other members of the group, our listeners from all over the world literally are in the group and you can post your empowering points there in the group and we all can engage and discuss how your 
experience with obstacles and you how, how you dealt with it and your victory can be the testimony that strengthens the faith of those who are going through what you have overcome. All right. So do that. Write down your two empowering points and email it to me at adminctjohnson.org or you can post it in a biblical perspective podcast group. So let's conclude overcoming obstacles. An obstacle, something that impedes progress or achievement. It can be a person. I don't want you to limit an obstacle to a thing or to a circumstance or a situation. They can be people, people that we love, people that mean well, people that were to be a part of our lives, however, aren't able to go to the next level of our lives, aren't able to go to the next dimension, aren't able to go to the next experience with us. And so if we fail to identify obstacles, then of course we can't overcome them. Remember, we shared that last time. You can't overcome what you don't identify. And then secondly, you can't overcome what you don't confront. Once you identify something as an obstacle, once you have discerned that this here is impeding progress, this here is prohibiting me from fulfilling destiny and purpose. Once you identify it, then you have to confront it. And once you have confronted it, now you're on your way to overcoming it and overcome is to what reach to overtake, move or pass over. It is to conquer. It is to prevail over. It is to defeat in combat. And so we're not talking about just stepping over an obstruction, stepping over a habit, stepping over a proclivity. No, we're talking about uh, conquering it. We're talking about defeating it. Hmm? We're talking about becoming the victor over that thing, problem, proclivity, mindset, whatever the obstacle is. We're overcoming it in Jesus name because we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Right. Right. So we dealt with four obstacles last time and they were one, the obstacle of getting started two, the obstacle of procrastination. Three, the obstacle of lack of support. That's a big one. And then number four was the obstacle of frustration. And so today we're going to pick up with the obstacle of wrong relationships. Hmm, that's a sila moment. The obstacle of wrong relationships. Now, it's obvious that you're in a wrong relationship if the relationship is one-sided, if you're always giving and the the other person or the other persons involved are always taking right relationships should be reciprocal it's give and take right give and take so it's obvious again that you're in a wrong relationship when it's one sided when one person is doing all the giving 
and the other person or persons are doing all the taking. It's obvious that you're in a wrong relationship if you're being manipulated, if you're being controlled, if you're um, if you're being if, if you're engaged with one that is self-centered and 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 again is never reciprocating what they're receiving, that's a wrong relationship. However, I don't want you to limit that title or limit that heading wrong relationship to the obvious, the negative, which is in most cases obvious you're being manipulated or you might be the manipulator. So let's flip the coin. You might be an obstacle to someone else. Hmm? And if that's the case, repent, (laughs) turn and move in the right direction. So it's not always we're being presented with obstacles. Sometimes we're the obstacle. And so this lesson is for the matured saint. This lesson is for the one that's desiring to reach that next level of growth and development in their relationship, not always pointing the finger outward, but learning how to point the finger inward and take that introspective look and ask the question, am I and am, am I and I can't say it. Am I and <laughs> am I an impediment? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, we need to mature to that place where we can ask ourselves the question, am I what's blocking someone? from reaching their next level of success? Am I prohibiting them from achieving? Am I the hurt? Am I the hurdle that's tripping them up? Am I the impediment versus you always being the one to experience impediments and or that thing which is endeavoring to trip you, stop you? So wrong relationships, again, uh, it's obvious that it's a wrong relationship, if it's manipulative, if it's one-sided, and all of what I aforementioned. However, again, I want you to expand your thinking because, again, a Biblical Perspective podcast is for those that are up for the challenge of becoming critical thinkers. And so wrong relationships don't always start out wrong. Sometimes they start out right and they veer and or they enter into the area or category of wrong relationship. And it's not always because a person becomes self-centered, a person becomes narcissistic, a person becomes manipulative and evil and dirty and backbiting and all of that. But sometimes a relationship takes a turn in the direction of a wrong relationship because that because the season and or the time frame for that relationship, for that interaction, for that connection has expired. And so we have to be cognizant of this reality that seasons change as it pertains to relationships. 
See, now I'm not talking about marriage. Okay. So I'm not giving you a loophole. I'm not giving you uh, a, a way out of your marriage. No, I'm talking about relationships, friendships, business wise, things of that nature. All right. And so we need to mature to the place of discernment or mature in our discernment where we are able to determine when a relationship has reached its expiration. Because if you remain in a relationship that God no longer supports, even though the person is a great person, even though the relationship was beneficial and you have uh, grown in, in, in affection one for the other and, uh, con- and in concern one for the other and things of that nature. And you want what's best for them and they want what's best for you. Listen to the prophet. That relationship that had a specific purpose that has been met. If you remain there now, what was once a blessing now, what once was a catapult now, what once was something to boost you, to thrust you, to support you is now a hindrance. It's now a snare. It's now an obstruction. If we fail to determine to discern rather if we fail to discern when relationships have expired and we stay beyond the time allotted now what was a blessing has become a curse now what was a catapult and or a a an an, an instrument to push and to propel and thrust you forward into destiny has now transformed into a snare. It's now transformed into a mechanism that has impeded progress, that has immobilized you. Am I teaching good today? Yes, I am. And so wrong relationships, the obstacle of wrong relationships is not always the obvious, the bad person, the nasty person, (laughs) the ungodly person, the person that has turned their back on God, that has backslidden. Sometimes that is obvious. Sometimes those instances are obvious. You can pick up on that. However, it's not as obvious to pick up on a right relationship that has transitioned into a wrong relationship because the person is not a bad person. The relationship in and of itself is not bad. The relationship in and of itself doesn't even fall in the category of ungodly being that what you are engaged in is against the will of God. It's simply the fact that what the purpose of the connection was has been met and really you all have no other reason to remain connected beyond that purpose. It's just as a, or as the boosters to a rocket. I like to use this analogy when a, when a space shuttle 
is is being launched into space. It utilizes what's called, I believe, rocket boosters. And those boosters serve the purpose of what? Boosting the rocket, boosting the spaceship off the ground into the atmosphere, into space. And once that, once, once the rocket ship, once the space shuttle reaches a certain height, certain altitude, and all of that, what happens to the boosters? They fall off. And catch this, this is powerful. They fall off not because they, they became bad boosters. They fall off not because they did something wrong. They fell off because they actually did something right. They fulfilled their purpose. And so once they did what they were intended to do, once they have completed the assignment in which was the the reason, the purpose for being connected to the spaceship in the first place, once that assignment has been completed, there, the relationship between the booster and the space shuttle has expired. And so the boosters fall off. If the, and other parts of the space shuttle, for that matter, as it continues to move into orbit, into space, other parts of it fall off. Why? Because where the space shuttle is now going, if it continues to connect, if, 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 if it remains connected to all of the other parts, it will eventually hinder it, slow it down and cause great damage and or harm because all that was a part of it in the beginning is not adequate for where the space shuttle now is. Did y'all catch that? Do we need to rewind that? (laughs) See, some of you are trying to take people, places and things that once benefited, that had purpose, that had significance for where you were. But because you have moved, you have progressed, you have transitioned, you have transcended from where you were to where you are. If you remain connected to all of those places, persons and things, they will now hinder you. They will now harm you. They will now become catastrophic because they're not adequate for where you are. They were adequate for where you were. And so hence, many are dealing with the obstacle of wrong relationships. Not all because the persons or the people have taken have 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 switched as it pertains to now they've transitioned from uh, uh, Mr. Jekyll or or from Mr. Hyde to Jekyll. You remember that story? Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Jekyll was the nice man, I believe. Uh, or was it Mr. Hyde? I'm getting it confused. However, <laughs> my point is one of those characters was the calm, serene individual. And then he would transform into this monster. 
And so not all relationships fall in the category of wrong relationship because someone switched personalities. Sometimes they become wrong relationships simply because the expiration date for that relationship has expired and you're still endeavoring to partake of a relationship that's spoiled. Hmm. That's good stuff right there. Let's look at Judges 16 to help us validify this point and or this 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 fifth obstacle of wrong relationship. Judges 16 and 6. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death that he told her all his heart and said unto her, there hath not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. Verse 21. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And he did grind in the prison mill. Now, this is the account of Samson and Delilah. Judges 16, verses 16 through 17, and then verse 21. Now, what I want you to extract from this account here is the outcome, the result of Samson being in a wrong relationship because Samson didn't learn how to overcome the obstacle of wrong relationships. It cost his life. Are y'all listening to me? See, if we don't gather the tools and gain the information required to not just engage with the obstacle, engage with the enemy, engage with the the threat, engage with the sickness, engage with the illness, whatever the obstacle is, because the obstacle varies for all of us. For some, it's the obstacle of sickness. Now, I'm just dealing with seven that God gave me that is specific to this lesson. However, there are various types of obstacles. They come in all forms, shapes, and sizes. It could be the obstacle of wrong relationship. It could be the obstacle of illness. It could be the obstacle of whatever. However, you must understand that if we don't defeat the obstacle, the obstacle will defeat you, us. If we don't defeat the obstacle and or we remain in fear and intimidated and we procrastinate in engagement, we procrastinate in confronting it or we dodge it. Listen, whatever your excuse, if you don't defeat it, it will defeat you. Because one thing about our adversary, Satan, is he is relentless. He's going to keep coming after you unless you deal with him. All right. And so we have to gain the tools necessary so that we can be properly armed and equipped to identify, as I have been teaching from the beginning, identify, because sometimes obstacles 
become incognito. They're not obvious. Just like the wrong relationship scenario. Not all wrong relationships are obvious. You can't identify immediately or with the natural eye what's wrong with the relationship because in some instances nothing is actually wrong other than the time frame for it has expired. The purpose for it has been met and there's no need to remain in fellowship as it were. And so being or rather not being able to identify and confront the obstacle of wrong relationships can cost your life and really obstacles in general. Let's just go ahead and say that, can we? Obstacles in general, if you don't overcome them, they will overcome you. If you don't defeat them, they will defeat you. And so back to Judges, back to Samson and Delilah. Because Samson failed to categorize this relationship with Delilah as an obstacle. Eventually, catch this, she wore him down. Eventually, he gave in. And when he gave in, he gave up. Oh, that was powerful. When he gave in, he gave up. What did he give up? He gave up vital information. See, when you allow your circumstance, when you allow pressure to 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 win. And you get to that point of weakness and we all have been there and you aren't around the right people to strengthen you, to encourage you, to pull you out of the fight, to tend to you, to minister to you when you don't have those type of relationships and things of that nature, what happens is the pressure of the confrontation with that obstruction will eventually wear you down. It will eventually weaken you and then you will give up and not give up only in the sense of surrender, but give up as it pertains to releasing secrets to your or releasing information as it pertains to your weakness. See, and that's what happened to Samson. Samson, because he was in love and whatever drew him and or attracted him to Delilah because he failed to bring his flesh under subjection and all of that. And really, he was engaged in in relationship with types of women that God forbade him as a Nazarite to even be involved with. And that's a whole nother subject. See, so if he was obedient to God in that regard, this particular obstacle could have been avoided. And that's a lesson for us. That's a lesson for us. What obstacle are you dealing with? That really is due to your disobedience, your rebellion. Oh, come on. Hmm? We're on a biblical perspective podcast. This podcast is for those that are up for the challenge of becoming critical thinkers. This podcast is for those that want their thinking empowered so their life 
can change for the better. Come on. We're growing up in God. We're graduating from elementary to middle school, then graduating from middle school to high school and then graduating from high school on to college. Come on. And then going for our graduate. We want to ascend to the highest levels possible in our relationship with God, where growth and development are concerned. And so there are some obstacles that we're dealing with that popped up, not because of the strategic plan that the devil had, but because of our disobedience, because of our rebellion, because of our refusal to succumb to the instruction, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And this was Samson's case. He was involved in relationships with women that he was forbade, forbidden as a Nazarite. Hence, he gave, hence rather, he, he succumbed to the pressure of Delilah's consistent nagging about the source of his strength. So he gave in, then he gave up. And it cost his life. It was not God's will for Samson to die in the manner and or the way that he did. And so the obstacle of wrong relationships sometimes can be the obstacle, if not overcome, can be the one that destroys our lives. Obstacle number six. The obstacle of distraction. The obstacle of distraction. We have to discipline ourselves to the place where we are not distracted by every external occurrence. And this is easier said than done. However, it is achievable. If you recall what I just said, you have to develop this level of discipline whereby regardless of how chaotic things are outside of you or around you, rather, regardless of how chaotic things are around you and or externally, we have to develop this level of discipline that we remain focused on our purpose, on our assignment, remain focused on what God said and not what people are saying. Hmm? We have to remain focused on what he showed and not what circumstances are displaying. Hmm? We have to remain focused on what he specifically spoke to us, released in our heart, in our spirit, as it pertains to his will, his intent, regardless of those that disagree with it, that doubt it, does not matter. We have to develop this discipline because distractions, as all of the other types of obstacles that we have named, they will come. 
it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. You cannot exempt yourself from experiencing things that come to impede your progress and to shut you down and even shut you up, even in your family, among those that are close to you, things of that nature. You can't avoid it, but you can't overcome it. And overcoming, defeating it, prevailing over it, conquering it doesn't come solely by speaking in tongues and you greasing yourself down with 50 bottles of olive oil. No, (laughs) it comes with you and I being intentional about reaching the end goal, the end result. You have to be intentional. If you want victory, you have to be intentional about it. And so distractions are going to come, but they can be overcome. In Matthew 14, verse 30, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. This is Peter. The account here in Matthew 14 deals with Peter walking on water. And so Peter, he focused on the word the word incarnate, Christ, Jesus himself, walking on the water in conjunction with the spoken word come, Peter released faith in what was said by Jesus as well as what was being demonstrated by Jesus. And in doing that, Peter, catch this, overcame the obstacle of water. Water is not designed for us to walk on is designed for us to move through swim in however because Peter's focus was on the words of the creator he was able to master and or to control what was designed to control him. The word of God is powerful. The word of God gives us the ability to conquer any and every circumstance. When you obey the word of God, when you apply the word of God, you are able to defy the odds. You are able to defy natural laws because the laws of God, the commandments of God, the word of God created natural law. Hence, it can control it. I'm getting happy off my own teaching. I'm telling you. But listen to the verse. He saw the wind boisterous. Well, first of all, you can't see the wind. The wind is invisible to the natural eye. We can't see the wind. What we see are the effects of the wind. You understand? What we see are the results of the wind manifesting itself somewhere. And so he saw the billowy seas. He saw the trees violently shaking. He saw strawberry and greenery violently reacting to the boisterous wind. Hence, catch this, he transferred his focus from what was stabilizing him 
to now to 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 the distraction. He transferred his focus from the word which was stabilizing him to what was a what was happening and occurring around him, which now causes him to become unstable. The obstacle of distraction defeated him because this obstacle, I'm telling you, believe it or not, is going to pop up many times. Distractions are going to come. And the purpose of the distraction by the enemy is to impede your progress because that's what an obstacle is. He just used, he just, the enemy that is, he, he, he brings into existence the obstacle through other means. In this case, Peter's case, he brought it through the storm, this obstacle of distraction. And so if you, when you, not if, when you give in to this obstacle of distraction, if you fail to develop the tools and execute the principles that govern victory and overcoming, then those things that you have power and control over as the elect of God, as one made in his image and in his likeness, will control you if you and I fail to fortify our faith so that we can what tackle, engage, and defeat any and every obstacle that is coming after us. So the last obstacle that we're going to deal with on today's podcast is the obstacle of failure. We have come down to the seventh obstacle, the obstacle of failure. Now, I want you to write this down. Failure is not in you. How can I say it? Failing is not messing up. Failing is not when what you planned didn't go as planned. It didn't happen the way you wanted. uh, And you did due diligence as it pertains to your homework and you counted up the cost and all of that, but the business failed. Um, You did everything possible, everything that you were responsible for doing as far as you know, and the marriage failed or whatever failed, failed. But failure is not necessarily in the fact that something didn't go as planned or it went awry. Failure is in quitting. Failure is in giving up. And so even using some of those examples, if your marriage failed, you sulking and you allowing the enemy to manifest condemnation 
and guilt and you enter into a victim's posture talking about nobody wants me and I'm worthless and, 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 and I'm not wife material and all that. Now there might be some, some, some valid points as it pertains to you need to work on character and work on this and that. But in general, just because the marriage failed does not categorize or label you as a failure. Now, again, if you just sit in that posture or remain in that posture and you stick your thumb in your mouth and you find yourself getting comfortable in the proverbial fetal position, then you failed because you are quitting on relationships Period, not just marriage, but relationships. There are some people that have been tripped by the obstacle of failure. And because that marriage failed, they feel as though they are a failure in regards to relationship. No relationship is going to work, whether it's marital, whether it's business. It doesn't matter. The enemy has locked your mind into that particular circumstance, instance, occurrence. And every time you get up, you and and you lift up one leg over that obstacle and endeavor to pull the other leg behind you, you trip because your mind is on repeat. Hmm? But I come against that spirit of guilt and condemnation today in Jesus name. Proverbs 24 and 16 for a just man falleth seven times. And riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Fail there is to fall short. All right. But the wicked shall, or rather, uh, for a just man falleth seven, seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Uh, so fail is the root word of failure. And to fail is to fall short. And so just because you fail short does not mean that your life is over. It may seem as though it is, but it's not. How how do you know, prophet? How how come you're so confident? Because you're still alive. (laughs) If your life was over, you would be dead. You would be six feet under or cremated and ashes spread somewhere. But the very fact that you're still breathing, the very fact that the enemy can taunt, haunt and plague you with the failures of your past is proof that you're not dead. You can overcome the obstacle of failure. You thought you fell short. You fail. You fell short. You didn't complete it. It didn't go as planned. You messed it up. Come on again. This podcast is for the matured saint. You were the reason why you failed. However, God is merciful. Aren't you glad about that? And by his grace, you can repent, learn from what you need, learn from the the circumstance, gather what you need to gather uh, to help you in the, in, in, on the next go around, defeat it and be successful. So, You can, I can, we can overcome the obstacles, those things that come to impede our progress, our achievement. 
we can overcome them. We have to engage. We have to reach them, meaning engage. We have to confront them. Remember, you cannot overcome what what you will not confront. You have to develop the strength, the courage, the boldness to confront it. First, identify it. You have to identify that the snake is a snake. Call a spade a spade. Identify it as an obstacle. Then engage, confront it. And once you do those two things, you are on your way to overcoming it, overtaking it, conquering it, prevailing over it. The obstacle of getting started, the obstacle of procrastination, the obstacle of lack of support, the obstacle of frustration, the obstacle of wrong relationships, the obstacle of distractions, the obstacle of failure. You can overcome and you will overcome as long as you determine to do so. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my listeners. I pray, Father, that this word, this teaching will take root, that the seed of this word will die and germinate. For if the seed does not die, then it abides alone. But I thank you that this seed will deep will take root, deep root into the soil of their heart. It will germinate. It will bring forth fruit to their lives and to the lives that they are destined to touch and will bring glory to you. We come against the spirit of distraction, the spirit of failure. We come against the enemy and all of his antics and everything that he desires and would design for the purpose of distracting us. We thank you for victory because we have knowledge, we have wisdom, and we're going to implement it and apply it. And so victory is ours in Jesus name. Well, were you empowered? Were you challenged to think critically? Are you seeing and understanding this subject matter of overcoming obstacles from God's perspective? Well, I want to hear your answers to those questions. That's right. I want to hear your answer to those questions. So email me at admin at ctjohnson.org. That's admin, A-D-M-I-N, at ctjohnson.org or join the Facebook group. Make sure you join the Facebook group, a biblical perspective podcast group, and post your responses there. The conversation continues in the podcast group. Let's engage and discuss your thoughts concerning today's podcast. Also, remember to send me your two empowering points that you were supposed to write down while listening today. Visiting the show notes in the podcast description will provide you with the email address and all other pertinent information to contact me so that I can be encouraged myself and you encourage others as it pertains to the obstacles you have overcome. Thank you so much for listening. Know that I greatly appreciate every listener. Would you consider partnering with C.T. Johnson Ministries International and a Biblical Perspective podcast? Enable us to continue empowering lives. Go to ctjohnson.org slash partnership and sow your best seed today. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered. Thank you so much for joining me today on a Biblical Perspective podcast. Did today's episode empower you? 
If so, rate and subscribe to the podcast at cpnshows.com, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. To learn more about me and C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text the letters CTJM to 855-686-1201. Also, connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at ctjmintl and Facebook at C.T. Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered.